This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Rumor Humor on Pet Life Radio. Once again, we want to thank our producer Mark Winter and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity and we also want to thank you guys for listening in and making the show what it is today. In this episode of Rumor Humor, we're going to be talking about our independent dog grooming shops going to survive this economy and how it will affect the dog grooming industry in the long run. We have that in our very funny comment segment coming up in this episode of Groomer Humor. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor, guys. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Uh, the show's doing great. We really want to thank each and every one of our listeners out there for listening and commenting and, and again, just making the show what it is. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, this, uh, this has been such a great experience. I love doing this show, and you guys have been so like supportive and receptive like i feel like right out of the gate it was like we started and people started listening fairly quickly and yeah. to the point where you guys reach out and know that you know i like taco bell or my dad yeah. is bald yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly you guys you guys are having as much fun with it as we are so. <laughs> yeah it stands true too you still like taco bell and i'm still bald so yep. it's, yeah. it's not Pe- something you know, you know people don't change yeah balder right But anyway, so this show, like we said in the intro, is uh, what's going on, man? Guys, ah, this is starting to scare me because our grooming shops, are the independent grooming shops going to survive this economy? I don't know, man. I really don't know because in the past year, three grooming shops in our area have closed down. And it's a sad reality of what's happening right here around us. And uh, it's a big problem. And I don't think that people truly understand what a big issue this is, especially long term. Okay, because uh, what we're finding and what the surviving dog groomers in our area are experiencing right now is just an overflow of dogs. We literally just cannot take everyone. Okay. A fellow groomer of ours, not generally in our area here, but he's doing 70 to 80 dogs a week, open seven days a week. 
because he's just trying to, you know, uh, get everybody groomed and of course, you know, not turn away business. But again, what's happening is people are struggling to get their dogs groomed, especially and I can't stress this enough, guys, do your research before you go out and purchase a dog, especially your really large breeds like your golden doodles and your labradoodles. You guys are having such a hard time getting your dogs groomed and it's a double whammy. A lot of grooming shops don't want to do really, really large breeds, especially, you know, dogs that require intense grooming, uh, a lot of time and a lot of other grooming shops just, uh, are too booked to even take on any dogs. So it's a dilemma. Yeah. The, the big breed craze right now is, um, incredibly challenging. Because yeah. we have gotten inundated with the golden doodle, labradoodle thing. Yeah, we and love we just, the breed. Yeah, we, the breed is beautiful. They're super sweet. But I think... Uh, we it, can't it, take any more. Yeah, we just can't. Here's the thing, guys, too. I mean, this is dependent on your area and your, and your prices, of course. But golden doodles, for a lot of groomers, are not good even money-wise. Groomers can do... Me and my dad can groom four small shih tzus and have an easier time and make more money and spend less time than doing one golden doodle in some cases. So mm -hmm. it's like for any groomers who have similar prices to ours, I guess, just, just from a money standpoint and a time standpoint, doing mm -hmm. too many golden doodles actually isn't even, is not even a good idea just because of that. You lose um, money. You, you end up losing money. And as far as the pet owner's sake too, it's the obvious is that golden doodles are very, very hard to maintain. You have mm -hmm. to, um, it's even more important to get, make sure you get your golden doodle to meet the groomer as a puppy, as, you know, as early as they can. And then, uh, you know, you schedule your first appointment. You can't miss any of that stuff. You got to be like on point because yeah. now you have a hundred pound dog that it's going to be. You need that dog to cooperate with the groomer. That's uh, high risk grooming there. Very strenuous. So, um, and it's, and that's easy stuff to overlook. It's not even, um, it's not even, I'm not even bashing anybody. It's uh, it's very easy to overlook that when you have a golden doodle puppy, oh, we have to get him to at least meet a groomer, get the lay of the land and, uh, you know, all that, and then get him in first grooming because yeah. that stuff is so important. That's, that's important with any breed, but when you're dealing with a dog that's going to be a hundred pounds, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's you gotta uh, start early. Yeah. You really got it. You can't miss those little, little things that end up making your dog be good at the grooming process. But man, there are so many golden doodles out there right now. Get him used to the process while he's still 30 pounds. Yeah. Right. Right. You know yeah. I mean? Cause 30 pounds is tiny for a golden doodle. Yeah. But that's what's happening guys. So in our area alone, three grooming shops have closed down in the past year and there's reasons behind it, you know, uh, and I'm not going to get into detail or anything like that, but, uh, some of it's due to the COVID crisis that we have faced in the past couple of years here that really hurt them and they had to shut down. And some of the other reasons are they cannot take the responsibility and the backlash that they're getting for trying to do their job. I thought we were a lot further than that, but we are obviously not in past shows i've actually suggested young people getting into this industry or you know doing it as a you know a, a retiree or you know you want to do something you want to work with dogs and you know what i'm not so sure about that anymore i'm not so sure you should get into this business only because the responsibility has just heightened and uh the money has lessened so who in their right mind would want to do it you know i tried to encourage this and i'm still staying hopeful 
that the industry changes, but who in their right mind would want to have such high expectations for such little pay and, and enormous liability? And that's the problem with getting into this industry. You have such liability, you know, you, you almost have as much liability as a doctor or a dentist. Okay. But the difference is you're getting paid 10 bucks an hour. Okay. And they're making 500,000 a year. Okay. So that's the difference. Who in their right mind? Why? Because you love dogs? Yeah, that's why. We love dogs, but yet we're kicked to the curb all too often. And that is one of the main reasons why these grooming shops are going out of business. They're giving it up. They're hanging their hats because they just can't do it anymore. You know, they can't sit there and be liable again. And we've talked about it in the past for, you know, a dog that has health issues, a dog that's been neglected and now it's the groomer's fault or various other reasons. So I really don't know what's going to happen in this industry, but I can tell you that the more integral grooming shops, such as ourselves, the more that they close, uh, the more dogs are going to be forced into, you know, less quality groomings, um, less experience. It's going to lead to more injuries, more dogs getting bitten. So, you know, the answer is here, guys, I think people better start getting used to grooming their own dogs. Yeah. I mean, help. Throughout the years, me and you have even questioned, like, dude, how come we don't just, uh, you yeah. know, go work at Best Buy or something? Because oh, we man, wouldn't uh, have nearly the amount of responsibility. That's it. I, I could have packed this in years ago, but mm -hmm. decided not to because I really do love what I do. I think every groomer out there does love what they do. But again, you know, where is the protection? Where is the regulation? Where is the money? You know, people are batting an eye at $70 for a small dog haircut. Meanwhile, that same person is going to the beauty salon and dropping 250 bucks, right. you know, where there's, you know, less hair to cut and there's less to do. You're not a moving target. You're not trying to bite the person cutting your hair. They're not cleaning out your ears, you know, and giving you a bath. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you know, that would yeah. be pretty funny if you got I think, all that. Uh, I think there's this Facebook page called uh, The Honest Groomer. They're absolutely hilarious. We got to try to get them on oh, the show. Definitely. They said We're all that. Get they, yeah, they mentioned uh, I, I, something along those lines with the salon thing. They post so much funny stuff. But yeah, that's a really good point. You know, people, we all pamper ourselves pretty well. But for some reason, your dog's grooming Just sometimes takes... Yeah, it's like not as important. I, I, I don't like really understand... To, to some degrees I do, but here's the thing, like you just said, some people are out there barking at $70, <laughs> barking, see what I did there? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, some people, <laughs> some people so are stupid. out there, <laughs> they're, uh, they don't like $70, but here's the thing. I would gear up though, because with more and more grooming shops going out of business, that's only going to make prices go up more because the, the, the groomers that are left are going to be inundated. Yeah. And that's not even just for local no. groomers. That's for the big ones too, like PetSmart yeah. or Petco I, or whatever, absolutely. where they're going to get inundated too. It's hard um, to get an appointment. That's, what, yeah, that's, what, right. that's what's happening right now. People are telling us we can't even get a grooming appointment. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, crap. We know. See what we I did know. there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see what you did there? Yeah, I said I crap instead of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's great as far as like where people have been very understanding. The people who have come through our door have not been mad at no. us that we can't groom their dog, but they're also like, what the heck are we supposed to do? Yeah. Um, 
we don't can't know. get an appointment anywhere. And it's not something one person can fix, but as a whole, the grooming aspect of the pet industry is broken almost. It needs yeah. to be fixed because it's only going to increase prices everywhere to now it really sure. isn't even affordable to get your dog groomed from a groomer. And now you're forced to do it at home. And for some people, that's great. That's what our channel is based a lot on. We try to teach you how to upkeep at least. Yeah, we're and trying how to, to help. Do some, yeah, we're trying to help you do a lot at home. But where does that leave the elder couples who have dogs? What are you supposed to do? Right. You need groomers no matter what. You're going to need groomers because not everybody can groom their dog at home no matter what. There's going to mm-hmm. be millions of people, dog owners, that's not an option for. Yeah. So we got to fix this. And I'm not sure how. I'm not either because, you know, it's happening. It is happening, guys. I mean, again, we're getting inundated with calls. We get it all the time. I just got a phone call the other day. I don't know what to do. I can't get my dog groomed, you know, and it's like, okay, well, listen, you know, we can only take so many dogs here. We're a two-man show here. I do most of the grooming. Anthony does the bathing and the drying, and he does some grooming too. But again, it's not like, you know, we have 10 people working here and we can do 20, 30 dogs a day. It's just, it's just not the reality for us anyway, you know, and most smaller grooming shops don't have that kind of a staff either. Um, usually it's one or two people doing the grooming and still, and even bigger grooming shops that have three, four five groomers are still being inundated. That's how many people are getting dogs during the, the whole COVID thing, because we were actually calling them the COVID crisis dogs because yeah. people went out and got tons and tons of dogs. I think probably a good 80% of them are golden doodles and labradoodles. So not <laughs> only are they getting dogs, they're getting the highest maintenance dogs out there right now. And, um, and it's trickling down and it's affecting the industry. It's affecting the dog groomer. What are we supposed to do? You know, what can we do? We can only do so many dogs in a week. And what's happening here is that it's like a catch 22. There's more dogs to be groomed and less grooming shops to handle the amount of dogs. So unless we get some people, especially young people, again, I, I, I want to stay strong. I want to stay firm and I want to encourage the business. Unless we get some young people to learn how to do, groom dogs and um, possibly open up their own uh, dog grooming businesses and start being able to take on more dogs and groom these dogs that need it, what's going to happen? I don't know. It's going to be on the owner you know, but I, th- I think part of getting anyone to do anything is to be compensated and rewarded. And that means you should be getting $80, $90, up to $200 per dog, depending on where you live and what type of dog you have. Okay. So, you know, a golden doodle, if you do your research on the low end, okay, it's going to be about 150 bucks. You know what I mean? You know, unless, of course, you know, you're bringing it to your backyard or your garage dog groomer where they can charge you $50, $60 or something like that, fine. But that's that's not the alternative anymore, you know. But expect to pay 150 bucks if you have a golden doodle. Did you think of that before you went out and got that dog? You know, and dog grooming is something that should be done every four to six weeks. So do the math. You know, that's a lot of money at the end of the year, just in grooming alone. You know, even a short-coated dog, even a flat-coated dog, a French bulldog, a Doberman, a pit bull, even these dogs should be bathed and nails clipped at least every couple of months. You know, you know, you know what they should do? They should create a 
Let's see. When you go to buy a house or rent, even rent an apartment, and they do your debt-to-income ratio check, Mm -hmm. uh, they should come up with a form of that for dog purchases, Mm -hmm. where every breeder, any pet store is uh, legally obligated to have them, where you have to do uh, debt-to-income ratio checks on Mm -hmm. any prospective pet owners. And uh, you sh- and based off of that, you should have to have a very good debt to income ratio to be able to even purchase a a golden doodle or uh, or a high maintenance dog. Yeah. That way, it ensures that the people who have the big high maintenance breeds can afford it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and yeah, if hey, you hey, have a low debt to income, you have to uh, short code it. Yeah. Hey, stupid! I think you just gave away a, like a multi million dollar idea. Well, well, how we we wouldn't be able to create that. You need the uh, you need you the need? Uh, ASPCA and all that. No, it's a phone call away. Shut up about that. All right, Mark, <laughs> that's clean, a, clean that up for me. Clean that up. That's a really good idea, Anthony. Okay, <sighs> coming from you. Well, no, you're hundred percent right, dude. You know, and do like, just like if you adopt a baby, do a background check. Can you even afford this baby? Can you afford, uh, you know, this dog? It's so true. There's like, when it comes down to pets, dogs in particular, okay, there is absolutely no regulations, <laughs> no. you know, and this is a living thing. You know, it's like, it's like a step down from being human. You know what right. I mean? Your dog is a step down from being human. If that's even the right word, it's not even a step down. It's a family member. You yeah. know what I mean? So again, though, when it comes to grooming, oh, I don't know. You know, there's just no thought. Oh, he's cute. He's fuzzy. I like him. He's hypoallergenic. Let me buy him, you know, without keeping in mind that you're going to be spending about 150 bucks every month and a half. You know what right. I mean? And good luck finding someone to do it on top right. of that. That's the thing. If you can't afford a specific breed and you know you can't. Right. And you go out and get it anyway. That yeah. is incredibly selfish on your part. It does not matter. Oh, I always wanted a golden doodle. It doesn't matter. You yeah. can't afford it. The dog is yeah. going to suffer now it, because it, I always wanted a golden doodle. <laughs> you, that doesn't make sense. Right. But okay, you always wanted a golden doodle, but can you afford the $150, $200 a month every three to four weeks? Yeah. If you can, go for yeah. it. That's fine. Come on. That doesn't include, yeah, you're so right. And it doesn't include letting alone grooming. It doesn't include that these dogs are more susceptible to ear infections because they have big floppy, hairy ears. You know what I mean? They have more health issues because of the type of breed they are. And we're not knocking the breed. We love the breed. As a matter of fact, we have, you know, a bunch of videos out on golden doodles because we love the breed. The thing is, is that if you do decide you want to get a golden doodle, you might want to watch our channel or somebody else's channel and pick up some points pointers on how to groom, you know, your dog at home, or at least do something in between groomings. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing, guys, there's a huge difference between, and we're all, or, or many of us anyway, because of the last couple of years that we've had, there are so many of us struggling with money right now. So there is a huge difference between having to bring your, say, Boston Terrier in who has who yeah they're susceptible to uh skin problems yeah there's a huge difference between maintaining that with an oatmeal shampoo that your vet recommended and bringing your dog in for a professional bath every eight weeks and bringing in a golden doodle that has chronic ear problems that you're already 175 bucks in for the groomings alone every 
four to six weeks. You see what I mean? There's a huge difference, pay difference anyway, money difference in the breed that you select. Try to put aside how cute. I see. I never understood why people bought uh, Shelties so much until I saw a Sheltie puppy for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, how adorable. I, they are. Right. I never understood it. Shelties are incredibly difficult to groom. They shed like crazy. They're huge, like high maintenance. And some of them can be kind of vicious. Growing up in this business, I always, I never understood it. How come people buy Shelties? And then I went into a pet store and saw a Sheltie puppy. And yeah. it was like, wow, okay, there it is. It's like, but try to put the cuteness aside. And try to decide what breed you're going to get, if any, because also not getting a dog is an option yeah. if you don't have any money. Try to put the cuteness aside, or you always wanted this, or you always wanted that, and go with what you know you could afford. Yeah. A little, just a little bit more research. You know, the point of this show too is just like, where does it leave? You know, the dog grooming industry. Where does it leave these smaller, high integral grooming shops? People who have been grooming for many, many years, like ourselves. Where does it leave us, guys? And that's the big question. You know, because I would hate to see this industry suffer when it's come so far. This industry has grown so much and it's come so far and we need to protect our dog groomers and we need to educate the pet owner and we need to save this industry and protect it in some way, shape or form. We just we have to come up with some kind of a solution. And I think that that's part of our show and other people out there who are talking about this. That is the common goal. But with that being said, guys, we're going to go to a commercial. We come back. We're going to sum up the show and uh, we're going to get to our funny comments segment when we come back on grooming humor so dad i got a question for you what's that Aunt? what was your reaction when you heard that ben and jerry's was branching out into doggy desserts and when i found out that ben and jerry's was now for dogs i ran to the freezer and pulled out a pint of peanut butter world i ate it so fast i gave myself a brain freeze <laughs> i had a very similar reaction actually except uh, i went with the cherry garcia oh i love that flavor yeah that's the classic flavor the cherry oh, yeah. garcia yeah yeah <laughs> guys with so many clients walking through our door looking for a good tasty treat for their dogs we were so glad to let them know that ben and jerry's had a a treat for them yeah there's a lot of treats out there that have tried to jump on the doggy train and rely on gimmicks and quick sales and ben and jerry's has really put a lot of focus on quality ingredients and some great flavors that's uh, i think finally going to allow your dog to feel what we feel when eating ben and jerry's absolutely in fact guys we chose 10 of our customers here at the grooming shop and gave them samples of both the rosy flavored and the paunch flavored to see which flavor their dogs would prefer yeah <laughs> and of course expectedly the results were quite decisive when all 10 of them said their dogs quickly consumed both <laughs> absolutely and you know one of my favorite memories of eating ben and jerry's was devouring multiple pints of cookie dough while binge watching breaking bad do you remember that <laughs> yeah i do actually <laughs> uh you want to know what one of mine was my fondest memory was eating a couple pints of the old chunky monkey for no reason at all <laughs> just because it's delicious and it was because it was called chunky monkey who doesn't want I know what that tastes like. <laughs> so one thing's for sure, there's going to be a lot of happy dogs out there. So what we want you guys to do is check out both doggy flavors at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. You could also check out all the caniners at the Ben Jerry's Vermont office at benjerry.com. Again, that's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V. And we're basically just chatting about the state of the grooming industry. Been pretty grim lately. A lot of groomers are shutting down a lot because they just can't handle the stress anymore. And, uh... Yeah, the grooming industry seems a bit broken, so hopefully we can fix it. I would like to thank, because I think it starts here, all the, the, the people who email us or leave comments on our YouTube channel asking questions. That's where it starts, really. Demand information about grooming, <laughs> and uh, then maybe more information will become widespread, because I think it starts there. People just need to be knowledgeable about owning a pet and the grooming process, and uh health hygiene all of that so many things go into it but i think it starts there people being interested in in what do i do about this what do i do about that should i do this should i do that ask your groomer stop into a grooming shop uh within reason and ask a question if you have one go on youtube and leave a comment because a lot of the the groomers that we know on youtube they answer as many comments as they can as we do Yeah. So just uh, talk to the professionals as far as the grooming aspect goes. You know, talk to your vet, talk to your groomer. Just keep learning. There's plenty of you out there who have taken such a great interest in it, as we've seen, on especially on our YouTube channel. We get comments every day, all day, asking us a question or you know asking for advice, and we get people walking through the door at our store every every day asking for advice. And uh, so you know, it starts there. We just have to heighten heighten that. If you guys want more information on on what you could possibly do to help the situation, go on to uh, National Dog Groomers Association of America. Jeff Reynolds, uh, this guy has been talking about this situation for the past you know fifty years. He's been a longtime guy in the industry, and 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 he uh, you know again associations like this will help guide people and could you know kind of spread some light even more than we can. So yeah, just you know check them out, National Dog Groomer association of america and uh you know again maybe we could just fix the problem before it gets too broken and get more people to uh, either groom their dogs or uh you know open up more dog grooming shops and uh, and start regulating and treat the business as it deserves to be treated it needs to be honored dog groomers need to be honored we work very very hard at doing what we do and what we do is is mainly just for your pet's health and well-being so as we always say we are big supporters of dog groomers we love you guys out there you know please guys reach out to us leave a comment leave a suggestion man we really thank all you dog groomers for what you do and we also you know we applaud you uh, you good pet owners because here's the thing most of the pet owners out there are very very good and uh, they are trying to do the right thing but my concern is we need to have people who are willing to take this job on and continue the industry so that these dogs aren't being left ungroomed so that's the main dilemma that we want to try to fix before it gets worse Okay, with that being said, let's try to be funny now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm a professional. So, got this one. Man, I like this one. This one pertains to me, so uh, this is our funny comment segment. Oh, good. uh, Yeah. Okay, this one says, We have been subscribed to your YouTube channel from the beginning. (laughs) You have lost a lot of hair from your first video till now. (laughs) Here's the kicker. They left a link on it for a hair restoration place. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so nice. (laughs) I, I, I guess that makes me feel good. Yeah, that's a true fan. Yeah, they left a link for a hair restoration. 
place wow. for me. That, <laughs> Thank that, you. That makes me really want. I haven't looked at our first video in a long time. <laughs> makes me wonder. Oh man. Uh, well, yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, that's that. that's so uh, nice. It's it, it. You know what? It's so sweet of them that they actually went out to find a product. Wow. They're, they're trying to help you. <laughs> they're you trying know? to help me. Yeah, you need help, and and uh, they don't want you to stop. You've lost a lot of hair from your first video till now. Well, oh, they're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just saw it. You looking? Yep. Wow. Wow, Dad. Interesting. Hmm. Any you know, I I guess it's because I'm with you every day that I didn't really notice, but yeah, wow, you're very bushy on the sides yeah. uh, back then compared to now. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Well, <laughs> I'm feeling the love on that one anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. We want to hear from all you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure, as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.